Suspend your disbelief, your rational, analytic mind, just for a minute, just for the length of this podcast. What if all I am about to tell you is the truth? What if the information you will be provided is from a divine source? Just for this time, I am your Axis Mundi. Consider this podcast your channel, your second opinion. When I do a reading, something larger than myself is working through me. So ask what you wish. This is your channel, your doorway to the divine. Welcome to John's Tarot Podcast. Welcome to you from all around the world. Welcome to you from New Mexico. From Germany. And from Arizona. If you can find lower prices anywhere, my name ain't Nathan Arizona. Well, welcome. Welcome to John's Tarot Podcast. Wow, last week's podcast was really quite interesting. If you would like to go back and take a look at it, I asked a question about, uh, about gun control and what to think about as we uh, reframe our national conversation. And, uh, you know, the tarot came right up and, and gave me a, an interesting uh, point of view. You know, I've worked in, I work in healthcare, I've worked in mental health, and I'm familiar with this thing uh, called a cycle of violence. It usually has to do with uh, oh, uh, uh, two people involved in a relationship, one of them being the abuser, and how the cycle goes. You know, we have a we have a violent outbreak, then we have a, a quiet period, then we have a honeymoon period, and then tensions build, and the cycle repeats itself. And uh, that's the cycle the, the tarot said we are in right now. We are in a cycle of violence, only nat- uh, nationally, on a national level. And so today... I open up a can of worms, and today I think I need to close it back up or at least uh, examine some things. In terms of the cycle of violence, we, we are trapped in it. We, uh, as, a, as a nation, have chosen not to enact any gun control ordinance. Uh, in fact, we've chosen in many states to liberalize handgun ownership or firearm ownership, let's put it that way. And uh, I'm going to take a look at a couple points of view. Let's take a look at what what we need to look at again in terms of our national discussion. What what's going on with the national discussion in regards to uh, gun control this week? And, and I'm glad we're having a national discussion. Uh, it's my opinion that I made a I made a bit of a there we go. I made a bit of a comment on a Reddit this week, and I talked about our gun control laws that need to be reviewed. Many remaining are remaining from pioneer times. Our society has changed. What was okay for them may not work for us today. We need to review carefully, not being reactive, just thoughtful. Hopefully have a dialogue, not just name-calling. That's my hope, anyway. So I hope that in terms of a national gun control policy that we're in the beginning of a dialogue. I don't think we should rush into anything but we need to have a serious dialogue. So I want to take a look at the parameters of that dialogue and then we're going to uh, have a question in terms of uh, us being captured nationally in a cycle of violence. Normally the 
the solution is, and when you're in the cycle of violence, is to seek therapy. Um, both the abuser and the victim, the abusee. So, but what can we do about this nationally? Since we are all stuck in this cycle of violence, I mean, we could expect things to quiet down again, but it's going to pick up again. We're going to have another incident unless we uh, do something to break the cycle. But how can we, as a population, what can, what can, what can we do in terms of uh, what would normally be therapy? What can we do as a nation during this down period? in terms of uh, something therapeutic we can all do individually that'll affect the country as a whole. Okay, let's, uh, let's move on to uh, my information po- page, and let's take a look at the different points of view in regard to this issue. So here we are on the uh, portion of the, the t- podcast where we're going to take a look at all the different issues. And what I have up here is uh, Mo Brooks. On the ultra right, now all sides of the issue need to be uh, need to be uh, honestly looked at and discussed. Mo Brooks uh, says people need need guns to take back the government should it ever turn dictatorial. So he's worried about us turning into a dictatorship. Uh, Rep- Representative Mo Brooks said this weekend he would not support any new gun control restrictions, arguing that people would need their guns if they ever had to take back power from a dictatorial government. The Second Amendment is designed to help ensure that we, the citizens, we always have the right to take back our government should it become dictatorial, he said during an appearance on Fox News. All right, that, that, that's one point of view. We, we need to take that into consideration. I don't have a problem with that point of view. So I would say that's to the ultra-right. Let's see what we got going on to the left side of the argument. Okay, now let's take a look at this. Five things to know about Canada's gun control legislation. Canada has proposed some pretty serious gun control legislation. And this would be a a view from the ultra-left, which needs to be brought into the public conversation, the the public dialogue. Now, I know Canada is not a part of the United States. I'm just using this as a representation of an ultra-left wing. And it talks about the proposal from Canadian Prime Minister Justin Trudeau's administration includes a national freeze on the sale of handguns and an expansive red flag law, part of a package that says it would amount to the toughest restrictions the nation has placed on guns in 40 years. So they want to uh, stop all handgun sales, uh, some kind of red flag laws. Okay. Okay, let's, let's put that in, compare that to Mo Brooks, and we'll put that into the conversation. Let's take a look at another point of view. All right, now let's take a look and see what our president has to say about this. Biden points to assault weapon ban as a national option for gun control. All right, President Joe Biden pressed on a potential avenues for gun control in the wake of the devastating school shooting in, in Uvalade, Texas, put into assault weapons ban Monday morning. It makes no sense to be able to purchase something that can fire up to 300 rounds, he told reporters outside the White House after traveling from Delaware. The idea that these high-caliber weapons, there's simply no rational basis for it in terms of about self-protection, hunting, and I guess, and remember, the Constitution, the Second Amendment was never absolute. You couldn't buy a cannon when the Second Amendment was passed. You couldn't go out and purchase a lot of weaponry. So he, Joe Biden is talking about, let's just put a, a, a ban on assault weapons, which seems to be a 
a reasonable point of view and a reasonable starting point. Um, I want to play and pick up one more article here. Okay, this article comes to us from, I believe it's in Charleston, West Virginia. A woman shoots and kills attempted mass shooter in West Virginia. A brave woman in Charleston, West Virginia ended a potential mass shooting by using her legally owned firearm. 37-year-old Dennis Butler pulled up to a graduation party at an apartment complex in Charleston with ill intentions. He pulled out an AR-15 rifle and began to open fire on a crowd of partygoers. The aforementioned woman pulled her firearm and successfully ended the threat of a mass shooting. Butler was shot and killed by the woman on on the scene. Uh, Charleston police said there were no charges pending against her. So, you know... This type of thing needs to be brought into the public dialogue as well. The woman had a handgun, legally owned, legally registered, and and used in probably the best possible way to prevent additional death. So, although I don't have the answer to all these things, these things are all important to be brought into the public dialogue. Um, What's important, though, is that we have a dialogue, and not just name-calling. Let's... Let's do this like adults. Let the, let the children go and, and rant and rave on either side. The adults need to come to the table and have an adult conversation and find out where we're going to go with this. Because it's important if we don't address it, it's going to repeat itself. And nobody wants more of that. Nobody wants any of that. We all want self-defense. We all want to be able to protect our homes, protect our persons, have an option to protect ourselves in, in the case of a mass shooting, like this woman in, woman in Charleston. No one wants to be a victim without choice. I kind of appreciate what uh, President Biden has to say about assault weapons. That might be a good place to start. So let's, let's boil all these things down and have a conversation. Let's not rush into any legislation. Let's continue the conversation. A lot of the conversation is going on on Twitter the Twitter space, and I see a lot of people uh, voicing their opinions there. I think it's good to have a national conversation. Now I'm going to go over to our uh, tarot page, and let's let's talk to the tarot and uh, talk about the cycle of violence we're all trapped in. What does the tarot suggest that we can do as individuals to protect ourselves uh, from this cycle of violence? All right, let's move over to the tarot page. So here we are at the tarot reading portion of the podcast. So the question for today is, in the lieu of us being trapped in a cycle of violence, what what can we do in the meantime while this national discussion is going on? What can we do as individuals while the country is trapped in this cycle of violence? What can we do as individuals while the national discourse is going on? What can we do to protect ourselves? What can we do during this, during this period, during this cycle of violence? What can we do as individuals? All right, I like that. What can we do as individuals during this period of cycle of violence in the country? Let's shuffle the deck. I'm going to lay out three cards. Let's force the tarot to do it in three cards. And it gave us a good answer last week. Let's see what it gives us this week. Three cards. Okay. First card. 
Six of Swords. Second card. Eight of Wands. And the third card. The King of Swords. All right, so let's make these cards a little bigger so we can see them better. Make it a little bit more visually appealing. Our first card, the past, the Six of Swords, uh, shows, a, shows a, a woman, person, in a boat with swords crossing a stream. And uh, that is us. That is us in the past. We are a, a people of diverse skills and abilities. Uh, possibly the skills and abilities needed to save a person's life in a period of extreme uh, danger. And that's the person on the boat, helping, helping people across the river, helping people across the obstacle. So we need to have people with, uh, in this conversation, people with extreme skills and uh, willingness to, who want to help people, who want to see people saved that they're gonna help us through this period. Our second card is the Eight of Wands. And that is a, let me double check. Yes, the Eight of Wands. So that usually indicates that something needs to happen quickly. I noticed that we already have legislation going uh, before the House and before Congress. If anybody, if they could bring it up to a vote. So the terror was suggesting that uh, we need to take quick action. Uh, quick action on this, and quick action is happening. That's what's going on right now. Uh, the discussion is quickening. Uh, a solution will be quick in coming. Uh, the national discussion is, is rapidly uh, moving forward. So I kind of, that's kind of a good card for our situation here. And then the final one, the King of Swords. The King of Swords is one of my favorite ones. Because the King of Swords is the great counselor. He tends to listen more than he talks. People come to him with his problems. And this is us as individuals. We need to listen more than we talk. We need to carefully weigh all the information that's coming our way in order to make a wise decision. So balance all the information that's coming to you. Take a look at it. Consider it. Um, and when it comes time to make our decision, I think these decisions will be decided at the ballot, ballot box. The American population will express its views and its opinions and how it feels about this issue, issue at the ballot box. So we'll see what happens to Mo Brooks. We'll see what happens here at the midterms. So I think that's the time when we're going to finally see some, uh, some real final resolution is at the midterms. Are the gun control people going to continue to control us? Uh, and we really don't want the ultra-left to be able to continue to, uh, to, to, to ban all handguns. We want something, at least I would want something, more in the middle. Uh, national discussion uh, decided at the ballot box. Uh, our gun control laws will need to be changed and adjusted and tweaked as we go forward. And I think that's, that's pretty good. So we need people of skill and ability to guide us. Um, this discussion is happening and change is going to happen rapidly. And then the King of Swords, 
Again, we need to continue to weigh all options, listen carefully, and uh, make our decision based upon the best possible, what's best for the, for the best pop for the entire population. So for this week, or at least for this uh, podcast, I'm going to conclude this podcast. my pleasure. I'm glad I was able to help you. Yesterday I was on the ambulance and I didn't get in till late and uh, this topic's just kind of bothered me enough where I wanted to get on there and uh, do my podcast early this week and get it out there. Maybe I'll have opportunity to do another podcast tomorrow. We'll see. Until then I want to wish you all a uh, good week. Be cool. I'll see you again next week. If you have any questions or things that you would like to propose, Go ahead, send them my way. I have an idea for next week's podcast. And uh, I'll see you again next week. So until then. Until then, have a great week. And I'll see you next week. Bye-bye.